0: Welcome to another episode of Papa's Playhouse Podcast. And today we have a, a real treat, a real gem of a night. We have a special guest here, the original Papa, the Playhouse himself, as an official guest.
1: How's it going, boys? Wow. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: I mean, you could probably not hear us with how much you're applauding right now, but try. Just try to listen. Yeah, wow, this is a special moment here. Special what? for me as well. Is it? Are you inspired by the podcast?
1: Sure. All the episodes I've listened to are very inspiring.
0: <laughs> no doubt, a lot of them. Um, today we have a very special cocktail we'll be tasting. It's actually made by ChatGPT. I asked it, "What kind of cocktail make for fall?" And this is what it made up. So, it calls it a official name here from ChatGPT itself is a whiskey harvest spice and what it has in it is mulled cider that i'm with uh clove and cinnamon and a little bit of ginger powder and nutmeg uh yeah that's all mulled together just apple cider obviously a nice bourbon angostura bitters maple syrup um oh yeah orange slice on top that's it uh but very interesting it's equal parts whiskey to the cider so, mm.
1: <laughs> so.
2: Mm.
1: and our other chat GPT experience was finding out which animal had the biggest uh, penis to body ratio. Yeah. And the blue bill duck, Argentine blue bill duck won. Yeah. So, that's a fun fact for you.
0: Yeah. Fascinating image shirts if you want to enjoy mm. them. They're getting it, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. We can have a sip of it if you want. He's already been sipping on it, but... Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: That's real easy.
2: Mmm. Yeah, wow. Well.
0: And it just tastes like fall. It does. In a glass. You like it? Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. You think it is? It's really good. Yeah, that does taste like... That does taste really good. Yeah, I think
1: that would actually work at a restaurant. That's the thing is we've said that about like almost every one of Caleb's drinks. All oh,
0: right. So Caleb
1: is actually like super talented.
0: This one would be great for because it's actually not that hard. Actually it makes a normal old fashioned easier.
1: Well the, the mall or whatever was hard.
0: Well, took I mean, some effort. Yeah, but if you just made a big batch, you can also buy it if you wanted to. You could buy pre mold cider. Mm-hmm. But I think that could work great. And for one of our local restaurants, a thirty-seven seater. Like, that's the kind of cocktail that would work great there. Yeah. Like not super classy, but like, this should be like, just a good, easy drink to do. But. Yeah, I I like it personally. I was surprised. I thought the equal parts the apple cider and the whiskey was gonna taste a little odd. That maybe like too sweet, or the whiskey was gonna be drowned out or something. But, they actually. Ended up tasting really good. About the same.
1: It's delicious, Kill. Another hitter.
0: Yeah, it's oh, a good goodness.
1: mix. I wonder if the Elijah Craig is just like perfectly balanced for this. or Yeah, see, the, that, okay. Another whiskey would, I would better or worse or what?
0: Yeah, it's a barrel-proof whiskey is what we poured in this. It's so a good whiskey, yeah. If you didn't do a barrel-proof, I actually do think I would have been right and it would have been Thread not out, like, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have tasted much whiskey. But with the barrel-proof... It's tastes like equal, but yeah. If actually, if you weren't gonna do barrel proof, I'd do a little bit less cider. But all right, Dad, you start off then. Rate it. Rate it. Out of what? What are we doing? We're doing the one bite pizza kind of rating. Scale of one to ten. One to one ten. To but, ten? But there's no such thing as a ten. Which I think is not
1: okay. Sure. So man, if it's it, ice uh, skating rules.
0: <clears throat>
1: so if uh sixteen neat. Is like a nine point eight. No, 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 no. It's no. cocktails. Oh
0: cocktails. Just, just, it's cocktail. But we've They're also
1: ranked beers.
0: Oh yeah, every can have its own category. But when it's a cocktail oh, it's okay. a cocktail, okay. it's a beer, it's a beer, and if it's a liquor straight, it's also its own rating score. True. This is kinda of unfair to rate like where a beer lands on with a nice whiskey. True. So, so it feels like so the best
1: cocktail I've ever had is a nine point
0: eight and you go from there, right? Yes. Well no, I mean it could go higher. It's just you gotta be it's the same thing you've seen the pizza eating things. This Dave,
1: I would say this is a nine point two. Wow. Yeah, it's very surprised. It's really, really high up there because this is the kind of drink that you that you would have at a restaurant and it would be there eight special cocktails, and this is one of them, and it would be on that list. It's really like a fall old fashioned is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. old fashioned is my favorite drink, so I'm going right up there. I'll say, I'll say nine zero.
0: Nine zero. Oh yeah, i jumped to the exact same thing. It's the exact nine. Yep. Because it's really good. Hitter. Yeah. But you yeah. know.
1: So I think this time we're gonna try to find a. Nice middle ground of being focused on a topic and our normal stuff. Is that kind of what we're going for? Yeah. Okay. And so tell us what you think. But So that it means our drink, normal stuff, and our draft, normal stuff. Talking a little bit about just randomness, and then we'll get into a big topic more so. Mm-hmm. And... See, our
0: brother Nicholas was sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. forgot to mention. Well, to Nick sick. is sick. Yeah. Nick is sick. So we're not... So RIP
1: Nick. Yep. Get better, brother. Stay well rested, and uh, hopefully, uh, Beatrice is taking taking care of your sweet soft lips.
0: So, yes. Oh man, mm. really hoping for that. Hope that right.
1: COVID monster doesn't smack you. I could, yeah, I feel sad that I'm not
0: uh, joined by Nick. Hey, it's on the podcast. Today. I mean, I'm it's
1: saying. in your basement every Tuesday. So, um, yeah,
0: man. You know what that means? That means you just have to join in more often. Just join yeah. in again with Nick's on here.
1: Anytime you want, because I think we owe you about seven cents in royalties. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> write me a couple checks. You yeah.
1: Guys, you guys can space it out in the payment program. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can write a check that big, but you, we don't that? have that much in the account. Yeah. <laughs> oh But
1: uh one of one of Papa's passions could be a new segment. That's a good name,
0: Papa
1: Papa Passion. But one of of his passions is smoking meats. And me and uh, Caleb have dabbled a bit. I couldn't say that we're as experienced as Matt, of course. uh, It's like dabbling. Yeah, we dabble. But that's what we're drafting is favorite meats to smoke. Mm -hmm. Our favorite meats. So just favorite cuts of me, Yeah. All right. Yeah, what do you like to cook? So well, this
0: one has well, it's it's gonna me... to go first. Well, that's what I'm about little, to tell you. Here's a little auto-rotate. Little...
1: Part of me wants to think that the guests should get to go first every time. But I feel like the first pick isn't always the most sought after. So
0: That's true. And you kind of maybe then get a better chance of getting something you like. Yeah. Everything
1: too. So Caleb first, me second, Matt three. Wow. Sorry. Wow, savage. Um. How are we doing? Four. I think we should just do three. Three meat. There's not a ton of possibilities. You know. I mean, it's just smoked meat. So. Okay. It's not. I mean, we could do four, but I'll. I'll I'll probably run out of options. Yeah. Let's
0: see what we feel. Okay, that's fine. Start at three. Sound first. Yes. I mean, I know I'm taking by about everyone's, but. (sighs) Brisket. No. Yeah. Brisket is just. Oh my goodness! Yeah, if I could choose anything, that's been off a smoker. Man, brisket, just mm-hmm. unbelievable. Best of both worlds—you get that lean, you get that fatty cap. Awesome.
1: Do you keep the fat cap or do you trim it?
0: The actual, like when the actual like, fat that ends are going to render, mm-hmm. yeah, you cut that off. But
2: leave there, a good, there's a leave a good there's amount. a
0: fattier side and there's a lean side. So yeah, the lean side you slice up, another one like you dice, basically.
1: What do you do, Matt? Yeah, the 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 point and the flat, you uh, slice them differently, but you cook the whole thing together but you just leave a layer of the fat you can almost you can push on the fat that it kind of feels like marshmallow but then there's another like a little vein of fat that runs through the middle of it that's hard mm-hmm. and that won't actually render out through that um, low temperature um, smoke so you have to cut that out but other than that then you just season it and put it on there but yeah I would have to agree that that's that is the number one thing that's that's the best that would have been one thing mine. i've ever had off of a smoker
0: mm. and my favorite yeah what, what kind of, kind of seasonings do you put on your brisket do you go texas style or do you like doing a little something special uh, extra no i personally yeah i
1: only want salt pepper and garlic so texas i found a rub that's it's called like black rub or something it just got charcoal in it but it's basically just salt pepper garlic onion all the basic stuff put together in one and i've been really liking that I've used it for a few things now. Yeah. Brisket's gets my uh, my next big thing to tackle. I've worked my way up, so that's my that's my kind of that's the kind of one. Yeah, you gotta. That's have... That's my finale.
0: You gotta have the boys over for that one. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I cooked a Boston butt the other day. Which, speaking of which, Boston butt is my pick here. Nice, but um, good go to. Yeah, but I cooked it uh, the other day because it was getting to where it needed to be cooked, mm-hmm. and I didn't have anybody over, it, and I ended up like throwing away. Like a pretty decent bag full oh, of it. Man. Really sucked. But.
0: Yeah, actually it'll be really cool to do like a I don't know what kind of night, like a Friday night. Everyone comes over and they everyone helps with the seasoning and everything, get it on it, and mm-hmm. it's an all night thing of like taking care of it during the night. Mm. That'd be a lot of That'd fun. be
1: good for like a an intimate group. Yeah. You know, yeah. four
0: dudes. Very intimate. Very intimate. Four guys. Yeah, four dudes. Four dudes and and intimate. Men. Very special moment there. Yeah, that'd be actually that'd be a lot of fun. Make me
1: cool. Yeah, so that's my second pick is Boston butt.
0: What do you put in your Boston butt? Same thing you just said?
1: Yeah, but I just like it simple. And I've tried uh not with Boston butt, but with other stuff. I've tried a few different like store bought seasonings and stuff, and they're good, but just keep it simple. So I like that that black rub because it just it's all the simple stuff and instead of having to cover it with salt, pepper, garlic, you just hit it all in one shot. So how do you how do
0: you uh tackle a Boston butt then? Um,
1: I like to do a full like barbecue rub on that one with uh, just make your own rub with some uh, brown sugar, some smoked paprika, garlic, onion powder, some cumin. I like cumin in there too, Uh, and then uh, um, you know obviously salt and uh, but yeah, just make your own barbecue rub or a decent barbecue rub from like Meat Church or something like that that is for pork. That's that's what I like. You know, gives a little bit of sugar in there the brown sugar and then the paprika gives it some color so i like that and then when you pull cool it all together and the fat has melted and all the grease is around through there the grease is kind of like red so then it just makes it more appetizing i think i like i like that, I like that. um but i think it's good when it's just simple too though so mm-hmm. yeah either way would be good with that yeah but. but i think pork stands up to more you know you can get a little bit a little bit fancier with the
0: ingredients yeah you think yeah hmm. i think because yeah i think like Personally, I think beef has such an awesome flavor on its own Mm. that you are always worried about, like, overdoing it. Whereas pork is, like, you know, if you're actually tasting, it tastes really porky. Maybe you don't want that. Maybe you don't want that the most. But I, I actually, I full-blown had, like, pepper, onion, garlic, salt on pork, pulled pork. And it's really good. Like, I just season it enough, and it's great. But, Yeah. yeah, I do like that way, too. It's uh, Well, especially
1: if you get your... Butts from like the grocery store, from like Sands or something like that, you
0: know? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, unless you're getting some kind of heritage pork uh, shoulder or something, you know, the the flavor of the pork, you know, is the fat is based on what it eats. So, oh, the fat flavor isn't going to be the greatest from
0: just a standard grocery store. So, if you put a whole bunch of seasonings in it, mm. it'd be good. Have you seen, I don't remember what it's called, but like that super fancy pork that's, like Iberico. wagyu pork, basically. Basically it was ivoricon yeah. or Iberico, Iberico maybe, yeah. yeah. And they only eat like mostly their diet is acorns.
2: Acorns, yeah.
0: And they when you look at a slab of this meat, you're like, that's gotta be steak. It's darker, and there's so much marbling of fat in it. And supposedly the flavor is just like just not even comparative. Like normal pork is like basically flavorless and gross. Iberico? Compared to, yeah. Hey, look at look at that. That looks like a, that looks like a rib
1: over oh, to left there. So it looks like a pink rib. Oh that's Berkshire thick copper pork steaks. But yeah, that's probably what it is. I just looked up pork wagyu cuz I didn't know what it was yeah. called. But yeah.
0: it's uh it's definitely very expensive, but it's really really interesting with the meat looks.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that looks like a steak.
0: Yeah, look at that. We should no, try that. It would be really fun to order something like that and just to try Podcast it. Podcast Cook I mean, I'd love to do that. You know, we taste the cocktails. That's a lot of fun. That's one of the things I'm a papa passionate about. Oh, yeah.
1: Acorn fed. It's all acorn. They advertise that. Interesting.
0: Smoking something for the pod and actually filming a smoke and everything. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be cool. So I think we need to buy a
1: uh, pork shoulder from Sam's and then order an Iberico and have everyone ship it. Oh, shoulder. I would love that. Have everyone taste it. It's the same thing with the brisket, you know, just get a brisket from San oh, order yet. one from the Snake River.
0: Have people there that do not know what the Berico is, and just say, taste to these porks in time if you tell the difference, and let them go off and see if they can be like, this is so different, like, I'd just be so interested.
1: 65 bucks for a two-pound one. Pork a two-pound one? Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: That's crazy.
1: But I always use a sriracha as a binder, too. I want to say that. I oh, love interesting. That. Yeah. I've never tried Sriracha. Yeah. We usually use um, yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever get... You little... get just a tiny little hint. That's why I love it. Because it never over... You can barely ever taste it. Because a lot of times, like, my wife, she doesn't like hot stuff, and so she'll, she'll get nervous. And a lot of people will, but barely taste it just a nice little
0: like with the mustard you can't really you can never no you never taste it so
1: but this barely comes through just a little bit gives it a little bit more flavor so i love it
0: that's really interesting Mm -hmm. i try that
1: all right matt you get two picks here at the at the turn
0: oh okay nice
1: um so are we doing just smoking like low and slow meats or just anything on a grill Anything anything that you could cook on your smoker is what I'd say. Okay. So not necessarily low and slow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I mean my smoker I can turn it up to like it's electric, I can turn it up to like four hundred degrees. So Okay. Um Yeah, so I'd I'd say spare ribs and then tri tip. Oh Ooh, yeah. I was hoping the tri tip would come back to You're me. saying pork ribs, right? Yeah. Well, I'd love to do beef ribs, but uh I've actually never done beef ribs. Me either. Not, not on the smoker. Um, yeah, I said let's try that though. I don't know if I have. Yeah, they take up a lot of... Uh... I've done short ribs, but never the full beef ribs. Mm-hmm. Let's see, this is where it gets tough, huh? All the main ones got took. <laughs> Keep talking, I gotta look a little bit.
0: Oh, I mean, actually, all this talk of smoking meat sounds really good.
1: It does, man.
0: Like right now, this imagining a little smoking project sounds just unbelievable.
1: It is fun. That's why I like it, because I enjoy doing it. Yeah, we need to try, also what we should try is get two of the exact same pieces of meat and do one on the offset smoker with real sticks of wood. And the
0: other one, on pellet smoker. Yeah, I've always Everybody
1: been curious. That. Mm-hmm.
0: that would be, yeah, that would be also a cool experiment. Um, I'd love to do an experiment on. Do you know about like brining chicken, Ethan? Yeah, the whole brining. Yeah, whenever Dad actually just made the other night, I tasted it. it's just unbelievable. Uh, yeah, if you've never had brine chicken, you smoked and cooked it. Oh my goodness, like if you like chicken, it will be the best chicken you ever had. Uh, the breast is. The juiciest you've ever had, and it's just so much flavor. Every piece of meat, no matter how far in the carcass it is, is Ooh. perfectly salted. It's just perfect. It's so good. Uh so yeah, chicken. and I, I'm not even the biggest fan of chicken personally. If I can taste chicken on chicken, I kind of like it. But brine, it takes away the chickeny flavor, and it's just amazing. I want to try doing that with like a Boston butt. It's like I wonder. I don't know if I've even looked that up. I wonder if we do the same thing.
1: Yeah, I've never done that. I've I've injected um, the butt before with different things, but I've never I've never tried that. Um, but yeah, when you when you brine chicken anyway, it changes the texture and the color of the meat. Does I don't know what, what it would do. Does injection like make a big difference? Um, I haven't, I haven't found it today. Okay, because I've been looking at that. I don't know. I just. Figured it probably didn't do too much, you know. I've, I've never could, done it like back to back like mm-hmm. that. That that would be a good. I'm a good comparison too, though. Is inject one, yeah, and not do the other, one, see if you can tell a difference. Did you have,
0: like, it, like it? kind of steamed the meat slightly. Like, it kind of just cooked differently when you injected it. I'm not sure if I can tell the difference. That's the thing. Well, I'm you can like, do
1: that with butcher paper and tin foil, you know. Yeah. So. You can not... Um. What about? Have you ever used tallow? Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and put the the uh, like you can get wagyu beef um, tallow, tallow, yeah, and like spread it on the brisket, mm-hmm. and like if you you know um that Aaron um, I forget his last name but from Austin type Franklin yeah Aaron Franklin yeah they say that that's what he does for okay. his briskets is he spreads the wagyu beef tallow over it and then wraps it in paper and it soaks through the paper Man. and it, yeah. Adds a lot of flavor to it. Yeah, when
0: he, I had his brisket when he did the tallow, and it was, I mean, personally, I thought it was a my and day difference. It was unbelievably insane. The flavor was so interesting. It almost tastes like, I don't know how to explain it, like way, way more beefy. Almost jerky, but not jerky. Like, I'm not describing it right, but it was almost like, it just so much more flavor. Like, and it almost awesome. seemed to
1: bring out more wood flavor, like, in kind of a weird way where you wouldn't have thought that because it's just, it's just the fat. Mm-hmm. That's maybe interesting. maybe when you're tasting it, some of what you think is a wood flavor is not. Maybe it's just beefiness, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we're coming up on like 15 minutes of this, so we probably need to get going on this, but I'm going with burnt ends.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's
1: Because they're, I've never personally uh, done them, but man, they are just delicious little. Little beef nuggets. Oh man, they don't get better. So I love burnt ends, So
0: that's good.
1: All right, Caleb, you got two here. Um, this will probably wrap us up because I'm uh, running on fumes in terms of what to pick.
0: I'll do sausage. Oh, I do love smoked sausage. Um, buttered sausage. Buttered sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do jam. I do honey. Kiss on the lips, and then man, I feel like I'm probably missing some, but honestly, like a brined chicken, the whole chicken, but brined. Yeah, it's just awesome.
1: Yeah, we already talked about that, and those are delicious. So, yeah, well, I'm gonna end mine out with um, chicken thighs. Nice, chicken thighs just have the best flavor.
0: Yeah, that is my favorite part of the meat. Yep, right. so
1: that's what I like. All right, your last one, unless we decide to do another round.
0: Well, since we're
1: scraping the bottom of the barrel, I'll go with it's basically on the grill, not necessarily on the smoker, but when we were in Florida, we did scallops and shrimp oh. and fish, and we just did a whole pile of seafood
0: on the grill, and that was just... You smoke shrimp? Actually, yeah, that, that yeah. I mean the, smoke well, the, thing the high is temperature awesome. was a
1: little bit better, and the scallops were just really good over the high temperature.
0: Yeah, that was really
1: good. That's an awesome one. Yeah, man, that was fun. Um, we can talk a lot about smoking. I didn't realize how much we could uh, go on that one.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of like interesting ways of doing it that. Not a lot of everyone like does. The everyone's same. different. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Everyone's different. So, like my dad makes like the best wings, smoked wings. I always thought, like, they're just they're the same every time, and they're delicious, and I've not had any like them.
0: But, well, yeah, that's a great one. If you buy a whole bag of wings, yeah, no one even you, picked that. And then you brine it. Oh, yeah. I wonder what the wings would be like. Yeah, I don't know
1: how that works with the, uh, yeah. I mean, it works on thighs. So, you
0: just well, brined all the wings, the wings, and then you, you know, made them obviously crispy after smoking them or something.
1: To me, the biggest difference is in the white meat, though. When yes. When you're browning yeah. it, though. So. Oh, if I had one more pick, I'd pick the Argentine bluebilled duck. <laughs> uh,
0: there's one piece of that meat I think would be real good in the smoker. Mm. Definitely brine though. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you gotta brine it. You gotta brine that.
1: Spatchcock it. Everything.
0: Yeah, got <laughs> <Just> spatchcock that. <laughs> All
1: right. So our uh, our big topic today is. Mm. AI.
0: Yes, AI.
1: And not that AI. Oh, yeah. Artificial intelligence is what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Stop yourself. Yeah. Yeah. A good way to get into it was the fact that this drink was made by Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? And we all loved it. We all really. Oh, it's it. great. Yeah. I helped it along a little bit. I didn't just. I didn't go crazy and just say hey, do something completely random. I kind of gave it an idea of what I wanted, and then I even kind of. Asked it certain things to critiqued it, but I have I've seen it done before. It just events something. And while I was talking to it today, I was I don't really use it that much. I just try different things with it. And it literally, man, I feel like pretty soon Google is just not gonna be like you searching something on a on a tab, typing something in, and looking through different websites and finding your answer is just not gonna be mm-hmm. there soon. Because Chat GPT just gave me an answer. Like I asked something like, you know what's a recipe for this that so was really popular in the seventeenth century, and just boom in five seconds I had the exact thing I wanted. I didn't have to scroll through websites or blogs of moms going, "You oh, know this season really reminds me of my father," and my kids are playing these games. I skipped all that and I went
1: straight to a really good recipe. It was really neat. Yeah, you don't have to Google search, you know, basketball to find out what this rule means. Right. You just ask ChatGPT, "What did it mean when they called a charge?" Mm-hmm. And it details it for you. Whereas used to you had to search for it a little bit. So who would have ever thought Google would like be obsolete? And we're not saying it is, obviously. Yeah. But you're right. With being able to ask a specific question and get a specific answer. Or
0: probably have like follow ups.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But and like, you can come back to your conversation. Yeah. You can ask another yeah. question.
0: Like you can't do Google, like, that's interesting, but how about in this situation? Oh, you just ask it. So how about this situation? Tells you immediately. That's it's wild have you used much of gpt
1: uh no i haven't i haven't used uh at all um, just use a little bit of um, ai art with uh midjourney oh yeah pretty impressive but uh Do you have to pay for that yeah a little bit i think it's like 3 dollars a month it's not, it's not i think that, and that's just for the
0: discord Having your own having your own server. You can actually do a server free. on Discord. Yeah. Do it for free. Oh yeah, you can do it for free. But you're doing it in like a group like worldwide server pretty much. And everyone's... so it takes oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah. yeah and everyone's you like that. you can see everyone's stuff they're making, they all see what you're making. But yeah, you just pay a private server on Discord and then you go just talking to the AI itself and it's making you stuff and it's no one else can see what you're doing. Interesting.
1: But I think I think the most interesting thing right now about AI is the concept of it replacing jobs but what i've seen is that um within a couple of years they're saying that i think a lot of attorneys are going to be out of jobs because already a lot of what entry-level attorneys do um chat um, can already do that so like if you just needed a letter to respond to a standard issue it can do just as good as a human and so that right there just cuts through so much labor and replaces so many people all at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows where it goes from there. It's pretty interesting. So we were talking about, I think it was with Nick the other day, just with the writer strike and everything and the new laws against using chat GPT. Um, but what's the difference between using chat GPT to replace, to write scripts basically for movies and robots in, Assembly lines replacing humans' jobs. What's the difference? Because no one had a problem with robots replacing anybody. I think it's the um, it's the creative license. So if you make if you make a piece of art, mm-hmm. then you hold the copyright on that. Whereas if you are just reproducing the same thing over and over again, so like an attorney who spits out a letter um, to take care of a traffic ticket or something like that, mm-hmm. he's not doing a piece of art. He's just putting together the correct legal information, and so to have a robot do that, so it's nothing that he owns. Yeah, he doesn't own or that. Can claim it's a basic. It's a basic yeah. process that he's following, and instead, ChatGPT can now do that same basic process. Whereas when you when you do art, and it is interesting that we even kind of categorize those things as different. Whereas one thing's creative, and one thing we don't think is creative, but chat gbt can kind of replace both of them right now though that's crazy man
0: yeah but do you see with the strikes that it pretty much made it that you can't yeah you can't you're not understand. allowed to use ai to write
1: yeah that's what i'm saying is that they're that we're just categorizing those two things as two different things right you know, and that's
0: the weird part to me i think actually what it comes down to is like you know why they're fine with robots working in the factories because it's, it's a stupid job that no one really wants and only poor people are doing it Whereas writers, I feel like that's a nicer job. It takes a lot of creativity. You kind of got to be somebody to be writing for big Hollywood movies.
1: I guess, but could those people work online?
0: Could those people? Yeah. If they were trained, probably. I
1: think it takes a certain type of person to work online. Because everyone hates it.
0: Everyone hates it, yeah.
1: And you've got to put up with it. I don't know. I get what you're saying. I also see it the other way.
0: Yeah, because I can say that no one really wants to do it. But is there people that that's kind of their only option, and maybe you, you unfortunately. get paid good money to do it? Uh, and then if you have a robot taking your job, that kind of sucks. Like, that was suck, that was a whole yeah. thing. That was one
1: of the biggest. because it was such a big yeah. number of jobs that yeah. took so many people. Yeah, you know exactly. Especially like in Detroit and stuff, and all the yeah. car.
0: Yep, the screwing over people, and they were really worried about it.
1: Well, that's probably why Detroit's like nothing anymore. It's because them robots.
0: I mean, yeah. A lot of different things, but yeah, losing jobs definitely made that area not as good. Thanks that's AI. Yeah, thanks a lot AI. Just, yeah. <laughs> Before you even were a thing. That's just wild though. Like, what? So, what do you think is going to be taken over and using that we are not even thinking about right now? Like, it's not right now. Like right now, writing a script that's a worry right now, and people are saying you can't use AI for it. But what do you think? This is only gonna this has only become a problem within a year. This That's year. the
1: crazy thing is how quickly AI has like become a
0: thing. Last year, no one was saying uh-huh. AI is gonna take jobs and it's gonna be, you know, of course, there's always been talk of like AI taking over humanity, but, movies, yeah, but never being like within this year, it was no, actually, they're writing scripts.
1: Well, as soon as they get AI to work for driving. As soon as AI can drive safer than the average driver, that's going to be the biggest thing because how many jobs are linked to driving where it's like DoorDash, Uber, bus driving, truck driving. Truck Whoa. driving is the number one job for truck, truck between driving. certain ages. So you could just replace every single job that is just like a courier between two places and involve driving overnight. Is just gone.
0: Well, what about like a pilot? Yeah, man. Yeah. And see, everyone always says, because right now it is true, AI can be really intelligent, even like Tesla. It has so much information, it's really good at what it does, but still, human intuition always comes out on top. So, human has to stay awake behind the wheel. You can't be sleeping, you can't be doing stuff. You got to be paying attention because it could, at some point, just not figure out a situation correctly. So a human is important in that situation. But that's, I mean, how long have we had that? Like, it's not going to be much more where, no, it. Yeah, and the issue is that people do that a lot too. People do it a lot too, exactly. So the, the second is statistically better. Then no one can really complain about it. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be wild. That is, yeah, there's no one piloting planes, and there's no one piloting trucks around the country, or world, wherever it is. That's that's crazy. Yeah, but I think I think truck
1: driving is like the number one um, job for men between certain ages. So it's like hmm. a huge chunk of the country is just out of work overnight. And they don't have any other options too. Nothing to replace yeah. that, you know? I mean, that's odd. I think people who are pilots have made it all the way to be a pilot. It's not that many people, but they could you know, they can get into something else. I mean the And they've had to go to school. Yeah. You know, so they've had a more education. They can get a job easier.
0: Yeah. That is, that actually is very, see, that's where you can understand that it's kind of scary, but at the same writers, time, yeah. I mean, what are you going do about it? Same with the robots. If you can make a robot and make kind of an investment, but it's way cheaper over time and it's just doing the work that a human would hate to do, but sure, some humans want to do it because they need work, but no one likes it.
1: No complaining.
0: Then, you know, that's, yeah. Business,
1: business wise businesswise well, how many decision? jobs do you think couldn't be replaced by AI pretty quickly especially if they could do the driving thing let's say the AI can drive better than a human what job would not be replaced physical labor yeah only only the only True. those that that it wouldn't make sense like for you to develop a robot you have control yeah. might not pay you back quick enough Right. So well, that, that would, might be okay to have people do. Yeah, right? it, you would have to make an AI robot. Yeah, like which is a lot more. Yeah, wait, the only thing. Wait, way, too, way too much The only thing hindering oh, yeah.
0: you back on that one is the body, which is the robot. Well, you can't have a robot just running around uh, doing physical acts of labor. Yeah,
1: I mean, i robot. I mean, yeah.
0: If you had that, I hope I that. Mean,
1: I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, that would be because that actually is a little scary. Like this, I can control. Right, I can unplug this. You know, but a robot, no. Nah, at some point, I don't know. That's a little scary. But if you think about, if everyone loses their job, or if a huge chunk of the population loses their job, the government's probably going to do like um, universal basic income or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But otherwise, people would just everything will up be up like free, and, yeah. and you can only take so much.
0: It would literally yeah. be iRobot. Yeah. That, be no, most, oh, then it would society. be Wall-E. Yeah. Oh exactly. cra- yeah. that's yeah, That would be. Well, then, is, then,
1: who who would you get to work like at at your pest control business? Who would be willing to work if you get free income? Why would you even want to work? I mean, a lot of people I think wouldn't even care. I mean, some people want gotta want to chase the bread, you know. Maybe, hopefully, Maybe. Uh, I guess it would really turn into a family operated business. Then,
0: huh? <laughs> Actually, so that's that's the next thing then, like it doing tasks, but how about creative things? We were talking about writing. Mm-hmm. But how about, like, designing houses? Yeah. How about uh art? And, like, actually on its own. Well, art
1: is such a small fraction of people's jobs. I think the bigger thing is, like, home design. Stuff more like office jobs.
0: Yeah, I guess by art, I mean, like, interior design, architectural design, uh, designing products and uh, things and decorative items we want to buy. Yeah. Those kind of people that are working non-stop around the clock to make clothing, um, art decor, room decor, whatever it is, paint, whatever. Just to be artistic. I mean, do you think that's something that AI could be doing?
2: Probably. I think think
0: like architecture is is going to take a long time because right now, like if you
1: use Photoshop um, AI generative bill, it has a really hard time understanding the concept of that that this item exists in the real world and actually replacing it instead of just trying to make it look similar to other things that it's that it's seen so i think it's kind of like a two dimensional translation so i think like if it looks at words on a page it can take the words on the page and put it here but at the same time if you can teach it driving then you can teach it that i just think there wouldn't be as much money into teaching ai to replace home designers as replacing a driver, you know? Oh, yeah, Um, sure. But things like doing, like, the rendering, like, as soon as somebody just teaches AI to do the renderings, then rendering is completely gone. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do that anymore. So do you see it as something more that you could use to your benefit, or do you see it as a threat? No, I think it would be a tool for a long time before it would completely I think so us too, yeah. Because um, it, it's just like not every single thing is connected. So it's, it's kind of complex. And so like uh, um, already you can, there's um, AI rendering where we can design a house and put it in there and we can say, uh, show me this house. And it's just like a line drawing, but show me this house in the snow with this color, this and this on there. And it'll give you a rendering. But it just doesn't work because people want precise things, like they want a certain color of siding, they want a certain color. But as soon as they teach AI to do something specific like that, then that's going to be gone, because that'll
0: just do itself. Yeah.
1: Man, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I definitely see that happening. But,
1: but like you were saying, I think the the jump from where we are now, which is AI, is kind of more of a recreational thing, or just a a basic human service. Like people can go in there and ask a question. I think the jump from that to, okay, we're taking a lot of jobs is very far. And I think that's going to take some time if it ever happens. Cause I don't, like you said, I don't think the government wants people to basically be, be like just useless, you know, yeah. like have no jobs and there's no jobs to even give them. You know, I don't think yeah, the government think wants all, that. Yeah. So I don't think that would be good for anybody, a whole country, the government, the people. I don't think it would be positive. So I don't. Th- I think everyone knows that. And I think it's a good tool to use, but I don't see anything crazy like that happening. Probably in our lifetime,
0: I, I see that just within our lifetime, like me and Ethan, how much. Uh, our, our phones have changed. Yeah, but I'm, not you. you? <laughs> not <laughs> your lifetime. Yeah, just us. Like <laughs> Your lifetime, you didn't have a cell phone. Oh, you,
1: like, you mean know, like in the past? Sex. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought no, you meant... In the, okay.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what we've experienced uh, from what I had as a kid to what I have now is 100% different. Like it did a, a mind-blowing upgrade to something I couldn't even imagine. Before. Like the iPad. Like an iPad to what before was flip phones. And how about a flip phone to you have to only call someone from home well, like you that's said, within a that's within that's this much time, yeah, but then what if I tell you that this all this AI stuff get, going to the public is within right. a year that's like well you I think the-, the uh, possibility of a jumping is gonna be
1: any really effect it, it will, and like when we were kids would would anyone have ever thought, okay, we're gonna have like screens in our pockets, we're gonna have screens that we take to work. We take to everything, you know, Yeah. what do you want to have thought that? No. And so you sit there, I, I at least have done this. I sit there and I say, what's next? Like, how can this grow? How can we, how can this like evolve more? And I'm like, I have no idea, but there's gotta be a way, right?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: So that's a weird question.
0: Well, what about too, if you
1: look at something like cell phones and having that screen in your pocket? I mean, I wouldn't foresee very many negative results from that, but there's tons of studies out that it's harming people mentally. Yeah. And so what are the what would the side effects be of, of AI being integrated fully into the population? There's got to be so oh many. It's just like there's – it's like on a curve of all of the <laughs> side effects
0: that would come. It from is, that. Wally, because you don't have to do anything anymore.
1: So think about, like, iPad kids, you know? Oh, so, like – You know, my wife called me an iPad kid because I'm on my phone. But like a a real iPad kid, they take their iPad everywhere. They're, you know, they've got some giant bright case on it. It's all crusty with food stuff. And, you know, they are an iPad kid. But what if the next thing is like an AI kid and they're basically just like an NPC? Like what will what will AI being so mainstream do to people? Like you're saying, you know, what's the effect? Yeah. If that's the way it goes, like will people literally just be NPCs, that like actual
0: real life NPCs? If at any moment you can actually have, like people says about Google, but if at any moment you can actually have any answer you need to anything, even creative answers to situations, that you can would, literally type in what you think.
1: Literally type in what the person said. Give me a response to. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so then you're just like.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is well, when the AI gives a better answer than you. Yeah. And people, people say,
1: like in this line of reasoning, they'll say, well, people complained about books when they came out, that that would be the end of, uh, you know, whatever. And then people complained, you know, as soon as there's a computer, as soon as there's word processors, they complained at every turn. But people ended up being right. People are less creative with every single implementation of that kind of technology. So, what kind of change does it does it go through when anything that you do artistically you could just say the words into 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 an ai and get something better mm-hmm. it's just like why why try to do anything and so it just takes and like to an, to an extent our brain is like a muscle whereas when you're using it you're training it you're exercising it It gets better. It's easier to use. But when you never have to use your brain, like you get dumber. You know, I mean.
0: We literally talked about that in the last episode. We talked about the Mandela effect. And literally an actual study was done. And it's people's minds today do not work on storing memories the way they used to. Because before, you, whenever you read information, saw information, whatever it was, your brain stored it differently because you knew you needed to keep that information on you. It was very important to you. You knew you had to have it in your head. So that's why remembering numbers, remembering this, all this basic information was always in your head. And you can remember so much better, a lot clearer because you needed to. And more and more you don't have to remember that. You don't think that way. Now that you can just know in your head, I can access any number I need, any information I need, like recipes. Facts, anything. I can just access it right now. Your brain will not store it. It, it will overlap itself continuously and not actually keep information uh, for a longer period of time. 100%. Oh. Don't use your mind. You literally don't think the same. You don't remember the same. So, what would AI do to that? I mean, this, the existence of phones is doing that to us. I mean.
1: Yeah, phones have changed humanity. Like, 100%. everyone's different now. Yes. Even my, like my grandparents. Which, you know, you never thought they would really grasp onto it. They would get it. They would use. My grandpa has on his TV, has earphones and watches like Facebook videos on his iPad. Yeah. And he used to get onto me and my cousin Harley. We've seen him for for being on our iPads or our phones or playing video games too much. And now he's just a he's an iPad kid. (laughs) Except an adult, like a, a grown man, an old man. So. But it's changed. It's changed everybody.
0: That is weird. Especially when you talk to, like I know my dad knows this too, talking to your other grandpa, uh, just talking about life and how he dealt with things and what his father taught him, what his grandpa taught him. Which grandpa? Gerald. Oh. Yeah, just super, like, it's such a different life. It's just, you can't even imagine those, like, what the information he knows and the facts he knows and the wisdom he has is not really useful anymore, sadly, but it's just so interesting. and It's just kind of sad. You don't have to think about that anymore. Well,
1: it's like he remembers when he got uh, electricity, Dude, you know, yeah. and that's just incomprehensible to me because I have a TV in three different places right mm-hmm. here and I have lights and I have a, my computer and it's working and I'm charging it and this is running off of it and this is running off of it. It's, a, it's just a completely different world, you know? Yeah. The power goes out now. It's like, what do we do? We're
0: Everyone's in a panic.
1: Yeah. How do I sleep? I don't have my fan running. You know, yeah. what do I? What do I do with myself? Play a board game? No thanks. You know,
0: yeah, no thanks, man.
1: Yeah, Gerald was telling me about that. His dad uh, told him a story about how to train mules or something like that, right? And it's like, how quickly does all of that information just disappear? Like tractors got rid of that. Mules, you know, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. that used to be something that maybe. Like 60
0: 70 percent of the population knew mm-hmm. how to handle, and now there's probably a couple people in the a whole country fraction. that know how to do that. Yeah, but isn't it? Doesn't it I don't know, kind of weird you guys out? This is the part that gets me really thinking, odd is that that information was valid and extremely important for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds thousands. of years, yeah, thousands of years. Yeah.
1: so it didn't advance for a really long time yeah, like, knowing
0: how to train your mules knowing how to attend to your land knowing how to cook this food and survive in these certain situations and build a house all of that thousands of years well
1: form. i do think it's it's a sliding scale because as technology improves it's easier to get new technology yeah. right yeah so it's like once we develop a, a a smartphone then it's easier to build on that you know it's you progress faster because yeah. your it's just, tools it's are just better.
0: crazy. How it uh, what's it called? Is it quantified? Uh, increase what's the word when it just increases with more increasement incrementally? Uh, incrementally. Yeah. But, yeah. but what's it called when it, it gets more each time? Yeah. Forget. It. Is it quantitative or I don't know. Anyway, maybe yeah. we get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm but curve, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just absolutely just spikes, insane. So for thousands of years, humanity just like I mean, there's advancements, downfalls, but information is valid throughout the whole way through. About, and then all of a sudden, it just boom, within within a few generations, information that they knew is actually worthless. Like means nothing to the way we live now. Kind of weird and scary,
1: <laughs> but but yeah, at the same time, they had electric cars in the 1890s and with four wheels and tires. And now, you know, 130 years later, we still have electric cars with wheels, four tires, steering. It's like some things kind of stall, there's nothing, there's not that much improvement, and even even our devices. Are just a screen presenting a shinier picture of the same thing. So the input's better and the output is better, but it's not, it's not new technology. It's like everything popped onto the, you know, new technology popped up, but hasn't really progressed that
0: much further. That's okay, yeah. That's true. But still it's way more. How about before those electric cars? So yeah, you just said. It a hundred twenty years ago they had a a working vehicle and could kind of get around town so that existed, but how about a little bit before that there was nothing that's for thousands of years yeah so which
1: which time was the bigger increase in technology well so that's that's from the weirdness eighteen eighty to nineteen twenty or from nineteen eighty to two thousand
0: twenty yeah well we're getting probably to all these like conspiracy things, but we should talk about some other time, but it's just history is very odd. If you were to think, is that right. like the
1: Tesla stuff that you're talking referring to?
0: Okay.
2: yeah. No, I, I'm oh, just okay. referring to like I don't know anything.
0: No, no, I'm just referring to this. There's a lot of people talk about history and what we actually know and what is actually real about it because it is weird. You tell me thousands of years, it's like this, and then last 150 years, 200 years, is absolute just super hardcore upslope, super out um, I don't know. It's very interesting. That yeah, that's what makes you kind of like what you're saying. Yeah, 100 true. Yeah, it's like it was the same thing, but just better. It's not new technology; it's just improving on the existence of what was already there. But that's why AI is kind of the new technology. I mm. think from the basis of AI could be really weird stuff. Don't you think? I mean, gotta be. Yeah, and it's a
1: and it's a turn that I guess. Uh, people think about robots and stuff like that, like replacing. <laughs> Uh, human physical labor but then just replacing human brains is a whole nother yeah, that is That's years off though. I don't think I we mean, have I to think worry. A lot of the, I mean I mean, um, already like attorneys are, are already suffering big time because you can right now go online it's called Robot Attorney and it's a website that is AI backed and you can literally have them uh, provide you legal um legal work you know uh, draft up a letter that tells this such and such person to cease and desist this and this and it'll put together a whole um letter through ai and it must be under the supervision i guess of a licensed attorney or something oh wow the person challenging a speeding ticket would wear smart glasses that both record court proceedings and dictate responses into the defendant's ear from a small speaker. And that was using, uh, like a robot lawyer, which what I Googled was robot attorney. So I think that's, that's what it is. And that's from NPR. So AI powered legal defense was set to take place, but they shut it down. Sorry. Oh, really? They shut it down. Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, the first ever AI-powered legal defense was set to pl- take place in California on February 22nd, but not anymore. As word got out, an uneasy buzz began to swirl among various state bar officials. and
0: uh, they Wow. Shut it down.
1: Yeah. And that's this is dated January 25th. Well, that might be the first time it was going to argue in court, but what about... Using it. Yeah, like... Just, before you know, go just, to court. People have so personal attorneys. attorneys all the time who have never argued anything in court because mm-hmm. all they do is draft up letters for people, yep. you know?
0: I literally saw it was a podcast interview, and this guy was just talking random stuff. But, yeah, he mentioned that. He said that he has a personal attorney, and he had an issue that he had a question about what to do. He first asked just ChatGPT the same questions that he was going to ask because he has to pay like 100 bucks an hour or something like that or more talking to his uh, uh, attorney. He calls his attorney, asks the same questions, and ChatGPT already answered him, exactly the way the attorney did. But he didn't have to pay hundred dollars. I mean, that's just like, that's weird. It's not even this uh the lawyer bot you're talking about. It's just ChatGPT Answer the same way an attorney did. That's that's spooky. Uh oh, scary. A robot. That's
1: this. That's the crazy thing, though, is that's not far off. Like, that's something we have to think about now. Oh
0: yeah. Well, is yeah. what's the
1: in in game? What's the the bad part of all this what's the negative that could happen you know yeah and i think what's interesting is the technology for that already exists and they're just holding it back Mm -hmm. and the driving thing tesla has been working on that for a while and they said they were close over and over again and i almost wonder if they were told to shut it down it's just not going to work for a while or something not right now because um because they like it was like Four or five years ago, they said that within a couple months they're going to be done with it.
0: So he's sharp, isn't he? Actually, even that one was crazy because they kept trying to program an AI for driving, and they're trying all the time, and it didn't really work. And finally, they built an AI to build another AI to do that, and then it finally worked. (laughs) That's wild, man. Like that's so so.
1: AI got smarter.
0: AI figured it out better than they could.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy, man. I'll tell you one thing, the Phillies are going to win the World Series. You think? That's what it looks like. I've been watching them. They've hit two dingers. Just, I mean, they're killing the this guy. Kelly's the pitcher. I feel bad for him. I don't know Texas looks like that too though. What yeah, that's hard? true. I don't I don't know. This is the only time of year I watch baseball, so. Yeah. But I mean, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, they've got a they've got a stacked roster. Yeah. So I'm actually excited to see because I'm making my call right now. So we'll see what happens. There's old Marte, your old buddy.
0: Oh, man, I love Marte. He's actually
1: really good. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty good. Sorry, I didn't mean to divert. I've been trying, I've been wanting to make a comment about the Phillies for a minute now. I've been sitting here basting on my decision whether I should say they're going to win make or a not. prediction or not? Yeah, making my prediction.
0: All right, put money down. We're all betting.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he has a bit scary, but for now it's pretty fun. You know, I enjoy. Yeah. I downloaded the Chat GPT app today, or okay. GTP, GPT. I don't know, but uh, it's fun, fun to mess with. Yeah, Always fun to fun. play with your little Snapchat AI.
0: Yeah, that's fun too.
1: Yeah, but gotta be careful because you know that's going to someone's direct feed. So,
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the
1: scary part. But
0: on well, someone's chat out there.
1: Yeah, someone gets to know exactly my thoughts. Which isn't really good.
0: They're not the best thoughts.
1: Yeah, so.
0: But yeah, I think uh I think we all need to do a for sure. Going back over to the beginning is a cook us in the smoker.
1: We need to make a uh YouTube video that's like just us, like yeah. being ourselves, yeah. not an episode. No. Just like us making a YouTube video.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That'd That's another fun. recent change we've made, um, is that we saw that pretty much pretty much everybody only listens to the episodes on Spotify and mm-hmm. they do not watch the content. So if you're like driving and stuff like that, then yeah, you're not going to be watching it. So we're only going to now just do the, just it's just the audio on Spotify. But if you want to watch it, uh, it's all on YouTube. So and you it our- will be
1: on Spotify one day if we. Gain success, yeah. Um, but for now, no. Yeah, so, for right now, no reason. That, but, no reason. Yeah, but we're gonna keep bringing it to you because we have fun and it's an excuse to get together every week. So, yep. Um, something we like to do,
0: and our just huge, unbelievably, just giant fan base. Yeah, that's begging for it. So,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of uh, our our listeners have definitely been growing for sure. As you and know, what do you guys call the fans? Fans uh we didn't we talk about that in one of the last episodes we i think we came up with a little something
0: but what is something funny papa's pals papa pals pals. yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's right papa pals Pals. man all of our little papa pals out there thank you to all the
1: pals
0: so i've just got millions and millions of pals out there
1: dude if we're gonna owe you so much in royalty fees (laughs) one day
0: actually one of our biggest fans is nate he comments on every single podcast and he's definitely
1: got to come on soon.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, we have to ask him. He's never, like, said he wants to, but, you know, he wants to. Mm-hmm. He wants to come on and try on his podcast. Oh, podcasts. he will if we
1: asked him, yeah. I know. And shout out to all my buddies from school who listen. Thank yeah. you. We have, Thank you, Kobe the pilot. Hopefully AI doesn't take your job.
0: Yeah. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> keep, uh, keep commenting and giving us suggestions, please.
0: Yes. So.
1: Anything else, lads? Papa? You good? Anything else you want to say about AI? No, I think we're good, yeah. I think you love it. (laughs) I (laughs) don't know about that. Yeah. All right. What are you talking about next? I'm talking about next. We've exhausted all of that. Oh, you want to keep going? You want to? I don't know. If you want, we're going to keep going. Absolutely. We don't put a cap on this.
0: We can take a break and maybe. Oh, yeah. Let's reevaluate. We'll be right back. Yeah, Yeah, grab a beer. We'll be right back.
1: Top three beers. Woo. It's it's another draft. (laughs) (laughs) We are back. We are back and talking about our favorite beers. Basically. And it's almost unanimous. I think the Belgian triple.
0: We are uh, big fans here. Of Belgian triples, but our favorite style has got to be, at least, uh, I mean, I think we all agree on this one New Belgium's.
1: New triples. Belgium triple.
0: Yeah. It's not as high proof as you expect from other triples. Not, usually it's a 9.5. This is only 8.5. So it's a little lower. Um, the It's dry. The sweetness is tempered from the dryness and it's. Awesome spices. I think there's orange peel and cardamom in it. It's so good. It's just... Cardamom. Yeah. If you've never had a triple, it just means triple the grain. So it's higher proof. So 8.5. And then the yeast that they use is a Belgian yeast. And Belgian yeast usually bring out like clove and actually cardamom even. Like it brings out baking spice flavor. But they actually put cardamom Mm -hmm. in this as well. And I think maybe orange peel. I I might be wrong. I don't know.
1: Well for me a simpleton, right? This is a good light beer with so much more depth of flavor. It ha- actually has flavor. It's not just like okay, I'm going to put down seven light beers. But no, it has a good flavor. You enjoy drinking it and it's a high proof which sometimes you're looking for, sometimes you're not. Yeah. So, it's more of a it's just it's more of like a drink as opposed to a beer. Okay. Sometimes beer is necessary. Sometimes you do it because
0: you enjoy it, right? Sometimes you're grilling, you're doing any kind of guy. Sometimes the activity. vols lose. Yeah, and you need to you need a and course banquet. Right. I yeah. need to have all the bush peaches. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all the bush peaches. But yeah, this is
1: it's Tuesday night. I'm with I'm with my guys. I need to have something good.
0: Yeah, let me look this is a nice color on it. Oh, it's just, it's, it's the it's, best. It's not that hazy. This is a, a chill glass. But if you look there, it's not hazy at all. And, uh, yeah, just baking spice deliciousness. I know, Daddy. I mean, we, we think about Papa. He
1: turned us on to it. Yeah, this is this is my favorite beer of all time. Of all New time. New Belgium. Wow. Triple. Yeah. yep, Try it's, it.
0: Yeah, look it up. Get it. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Right? I know I've talked about this. Yeah. Nick. Just went there, actually. He went to Asheville.
1: Which preview for the next episode. Maybe yeah. Nick can talk about his yeah. journeys.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's talking about that. Went to some awesome spots. And I was already telling him, like, we need to go on there too. I mean, I I want to go with him again. And he loved it so much. He's wants to go again 100%. But I think we should all go 100%. Uh, for beer lovers as we are, that just sounds like what a treat. I mean, the New Belgium's there. Breweries, uh, breweries w- in wicked general, weed. wicked weed. Uh, breweries
1: in general is the environment pernicious. I love.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of pernicious. Uh, high, uh, Highland Brewing. Well, know. Nick literally oh, said, no, said there's try it again, it's amazing.
1: He said there's like a brewery like every like two feet. Like, there's like 14 breweries downtown or something ridiculous. Like, Asheville is like. Ridiculous brewery yeah. capital yeah. or something.
0: He said there's a bunch of cool ones to go. That's yeah. not in the downtown, but if you park in downtown, yeah, he said like. Yeah, uh, so there's, yeah, there's ones walk surrounding, but also.
1: Day. Sorry, I was interrupting. No, no, night no, night. no Yeah, surrounding, but also right downtown. Yeah, so yeah. just. Yep. I
0: don't know where New Belgium's at, but that would be the one I'm really excited to go try out. And we could we and uh, as an IPA fan, Booty uh, Ranger. Well, I don't what know. Are they? I mean, probably. What are they? Aren't they out there? Are they New Belgium? Oh, right. Right? it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is New Belgium.
1: So they yeah. make all... Well, the same,
0: same company, yeah. All the they Blue make Raiders,
1: all yeah. my favorite beers, man. Yeah, yeah. And Wicked Weed, and yeah.
0: I don't know if you've had Wicked Weed, but I they haven't. make some of the most interesting IPAs. I know you only like a niche part of that, but they also they make that, and they make... I'm solid. open
1: to trying everything now. Are you? I used to be very close-minded when it came to beer, and very, like, casual... But now, for some reason, I don't know what changed, but I've been getting in more into, you know, IPAs, like we talked about with Fruit Force a couple of times. And then other stuff, too, like the triples and everything. I mean, I'm just getting more more into that world, so I'm not opposed to trying anything now.
0: Yeah, that uh, Fruit Force was a gateway beer. It's
1: my gateway drug. It was
0: his gateway beer right there. Yeah, because after that, yeah, hey, you got really into, like. Different styles, of yeah. It, yeah. Gateway so, into IPAs, yeah. Gateway into IPAs. So yeah. now
1: I'm like, you know, gaining weight and drinking yeah. beer all the Get time. Yeah,
0: disgusting. <laughs> but hey, but to us. I'm it's already there, beautiful. boy. Yeah, yeah, hey. Funny, I was that before I started drinking IPAs. Wow. So what does that mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, if I'm like that in 20 years, I'll be doing all right. So. Boy, on. Ain't he on ain't ain't he hard He's hard, sharp, isn't he?
0: Sharp, isn't he? So.
1: No, we were just talking about um guests we might possibly have and yeah. maybe doing some interviews. You know, we we've had some of our friends on. Ryan Harley, who else? Um West, West, Connor, Connor. Um, Papa now. Papa. Um so that's about it. Basically just our friends, but we never really interviewed them. So we're going to we're going to maybe bring that to you soon. Trying to do some interview episodes and maybe even interviewing you know the the original boys. You know us, along with Zach and and Austin, and seeing how that goes. Yeah. So
0: we also have plenty of other guests we want to invite on. Uh, we we keep talking about trying to get lists around, but I think we need to actually do it. We're tra- we're trying to get things around and playing around for like a actual like season two. Yeah. And, and season two begins. Our equipment is better, as it has improved. and uh our location's really nice and that we just we've pre-planned everything and Mm -hmm. we know what's going to be happening and it's a lot better
1: our goals for season two is to have a setup spot Mm -hmm. have better sound quality and have a camera i think a camera is the biggest thing guys i need it so we're working on that we've got a mixer um we've got some some pretty good mics but we might get better ones we'll see and then the setup we're working on that right now so We will uh, try to bring a better product, and then do some interviews, and really start a serious podcast. I think we've decided we enjoy this, and we can do it. So now it's about time to either commit or decommit. So I think we're ready to commit. Yep. So, so what's what's this podcast about? That's what. uh, And I think that's the problem. Is most most Papa's Playhouse? This is the boys for the boys friends. This it's just. And that's the problem. Even as I answer this question, I'm creating a problem.
0: I feel like it's like this. I feel like the playhouse is such a beautiful thing because it, it, it a lot of different kinds of people that enjoy different things right. can enjoy the playhouse.
1: Like me and Caleb have very little in common Yeah. when it comes to um, comparative to other Passions. people. Passions. You know? Yeah. So me, the original five group, me, Zach, Caleb, Austin, and Nick. Me and Austin and Nick kind of are very similar. We, our main passion is like sports. We enjoy uh, drinking. We enjoy a lot of similar things. Whereas maybe Caleb, Nick, and Zach are more into the nerdy type stuff, as you could say. Um, So they all have that in common. I'm into that to an extent, but not maybe not as much. But we're all together. We're all friends and we can all be together one-on-one and be completely fine. So that doesn't really explain the point of the podcast, but that's just what it is. It's just a friend group that can talk about everything.
0: That's what I think it is. I think that's the beauty of it too. I feel like that we can be serious and we can talk about something like we did today. Yeah. We had a a for real discussion, but we actually explained our feelings about it. We can joke around the middle about it. I think that's the beauty of it. Any day Mm -hmm. in any pod is a new subject. So then we're thinking about something we're talking about. None of us are experts, but we're going to talk about what we feel and, uh, we're kind of funny sometimes. Yeah. I mean, so like uh, my
1: favorite things are sports and like video games. Whereas what's your favorite thing? Like definitely not sports. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I will I'll do the research necessary for uh game day pods. Yeah. But yeah.
1: But like you're super Outdoor into cocktails, like, oh yeah. Camping, Hunting, cooking camping. over the fire, yeah, archery. I
0: yeah, I, I yeah, I love I love cooking. I love, especially outdoor cooking. I love camping. And I, I like cocktails. Yeah. I love scotch. I love beer making and beer itself. I and love- I
1: like that stuff, but I don't make cocktails. I drink out of a, you know, cup or whatever. And I'm all about sports, and he's not. And we're still best friends. So, it's, I, just the friend group is kind of the 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 niche, if you will. So, but that, that's why it's cool, that's a bad it? answer, but.
0: I think if we interview people that are actually good at, like, one thing, for example, like, if it was a uh, someone that's, like, all into fitness or someone that's all into making beer or whatever it is, uh, we would all at least have something to say about it, questions, at least for that person. I think it's just a bunch of different point of views toward anything.
1: And I do appreciate your question because podcasts that have a niche will, I think, succeed quicker. Because people will be searching that niche, right? Sure. They'll go on to Spotify and type in kind of latch on to something. type in their niche and they'll find the podcast, right? But we yeah. don't have one. But what I will say is once people find this, I think they will enjoy it because it's relatable to all a lot of people. and it's really laid back. So I think our problem is we're not getting out there um, but hopefully in the long run, that pays off, right. But we'll see, you know, if nothing else, we have fun getting together once a week. I think you're right, though, to to say that it's kind of like all things that all things you guys. So I'm not I'm not saying anything against that. I think maybe you should have certain things repeat themselves where if you have something that is a constant thing, whether it's about food or sports or about nerdy things, whatever it is. It's like, well, here's today's little thing where we're going to talk about this um, and kind of pull that in every episode so that, you know, and that's, I think, what we're kind of trying to do with our topic. So yeah. last week, you know, Mandela, this week, AI. But, you know, still, you want to talk about your, you know, me and Nick are sports, sports fans yeah, and some sports. And, you know, there's and I'm, that's that's just the number one big thing that I can think yeah, of. That's How about great. College football. I mean, Michigan. Yeah. How good is Michigan right now? Yeah, so that's fun to talk about sometimes. So that's why I think we're I think we're finally starting to take all the good things and figure it out and put it all together.
0: How good is Michigan right now? Is there an actual story to that?
1: They're decent. They haven't well, they're, played anybody well, they're number two, but they should be number one. Haven't played anybody though, right? Yeah. Who's number one right now? Yeah, Georgia. I guess. So, well, that's deserved, right? Yeah. Won the Natty and TCU was a prank. I mean, that's just that's annoying that that they even made the natty. Who did they beat in the uh, semifinal? TCU. Did they beat Georgia or uh, Michigan? I mean, uh, yeah, I they did. So I think so. Yeah, I can't remember, man. but I can't uh, either. Yeah, and then, I don't remember who Georgia beat. And then the following Nick year, knows. Colorado beats TCU. Oh no, no, no! Ohio State. Remember that game? We were here when we watched it. That Ohio State game that ended with the last second field goal. Was well, that ask GBT? Ah uh, Yeah, I mean, I could Google it. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. am off, off my game Good. right now. So that was 2022? 2022 college football. CFPA 2022. College football CFP. That ain't it. I know Georgia didn't play Alabama, so it must be 2023. No, that's 23-24, man. can't get it. Okay, this is it. So, yeah, Georgia killed um, TCU. TCU. Yeah, Michigan? Yeah. Michigan uh, yeah, they lost to TCU 45-51. to 51, And Georgia beat Ohio State, and that was the last second yeah, field goal. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So, But, yeah, see, we, I mean, we can talk about like I know, I can and Nick can. Mm-hmm. We can talk about this all day. Like college football, if we had a whole podcast about it, I think we could, we could make that work. But that's, that's the good. beauty of our podcast is it's not, it's not all about one thing. Just about coming to hanging out with the it's boys, just a weekly party. Yeah, Whatever
0: you guys want to talk about? Yep. Right? So yeah. and that's why I think the thing we're trying to do right now is that we still have all that. We have Telling our subjects, our normal stuff, our draft, a draft, a tasting of a drink of sorts. And then we have fun easy subject. radio. Yeah, a so This kind of segment
1: good. here, where you defend your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're having
0: this every episode. Yeah, why
1: are we still doing this? Minimum twenty minutes of us <laughs> telling you why you should listen.
0: Don't throw us away, please. Don't throw us away. There's no one to
1: throw us away right now.
0: Yeah. So, well, we yeah. have we have a, yeah, like we said before, we do have a couple of actual hardcore fans. Listen. Yeah. Every episode. Thank you, boys. It's very nice when we Thank see those you. comments on there. Very sweet.
1: Yeah, you keep us going. You keep you, want, me you one of them dead, right? Keep me um, young. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. your mom is. Your mom's pretty good. My wife. Yeah. Yeah. Your <laughs> wife. Yeah. My mom's <laughs> <laughs> <not> dead. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's you. huge.
0: Yeah, you're looking. It looks like you're looking his way. Yeah. Oh. My mom says to any podcast. So. No, I she has. Dead, guys. No, I was pretending I was...
1: Oh, kidding. I'm going to stop. But, uh,
0: okay.
1: yeah, your mom. Yeah, yeah, Um, his wife. Yeah, my wife's pretty good. Yeah. Um, my boy, my, my buddy's from school. Um, There's definitely many, yeah. Nick's I, mom, I, I, I think, listens pretty yeah. hard.
0: I know there's many, but there's, like we said before, Nate does comments every single Nate, time. yeah. And J- he tells uh, his opinion, he does it. When we say, hey, tell us your opinion on the episode, he does it. Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, you yeah, listen yeah, to it, so. yeah, man, yeah. Several people he actually had to have on the podcast; He'd have a lot to say, and think. I think Papa Ubi on here is finally, you know, showing his yeah. validity. Yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> this is probably the worst episode yet, right? Mm. No, <laughs> very, very not nice, at all. Very, not nice. at all. First of all, the sound quality is bearable. I hope so. That that yeah. automatically cuts out like half of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially the beginning. Yeah, oh my goodness. Mm. Yeah, actually, another person I had to thirty dollar mics again, so off uh, of uh, Amazon. Yeah, we had to have yeah. West again because
1: absolutely, actually,
0: yeah. We try something new. An episode it he did not on, work. Like, Wrecked, like it's so bad. We wanted to cut the episode. It's basically like, yeah, yeah you should have just you should skip it.
1: It's episode nine was it? Seven I mean, nine. Seven. I Think seven. Whichever one says West, skip. Do not listen. Yeah,
0: so sad, because that one was actually pretty fun. Wes like, brought of, us some it, people that actually listened to it and could deal with the volume and the voices. Oh so bad. Yeah. People that dealt with it said it was hilarious. So but so yeah, we need him back on. Bad. We need to have Wes back on. Yeah, we need to have pretty plenty of other people back on, but
1: Yeah, and now that we have a guest mic, we need to have Ryan and and Harley back on, oh, man. The, especially o- Ryan, the
0: original, he the original guest.
1: Yeah, the first guest, Ryan guy. Shout out,
0: oh so. man, yeah, he was the first one, Dan. As you know, you probably listened to that one, right? Sure.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So.
1: All right, Matt. What's your favorite bourbon? Oh, For man. those who don't know, um, absolute connoisseur. Just has you I don't know, know about bourbon i'm not i'm not, i wouldn't say kind of sore, but uh
0: he does enjoy I a bourbon just, uh, yeah. I, I, oh you're I, a scotch he just there.
1: there um you know I mean yeah
0: um, you could do your dream this is what he drinks a bourbon a dream old fashioned, and you could choose whatever you, bourbon you want great question and I, I, actually I don't know about saying because that that's like two dream I'm saying like what's a your favorite one yeah what's your favorite bourbon to use in old fashioned
1: well the like the best bourbon that I've ever had that I've tasted was uh Stag, um, George, George T. T. Stag, T. Stag or yeah. like oh that. really? Um, and I didn't I didn't buy it. Someone else did. Really, really pricey bottle of uh, bourbon mm. uh, that a good friend shared with me. Ethan Stag. Oh, um, shout out to Papa Adcock. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that was my the best. Bourbon I
0: mean, I've ever how many had years is that aged the one you're talking about. It's a barrel proof. Do you know anything know. about it? No,
1: I don't know cuz I haven't looked at the bottle that much. I only saw it one time and it had one taste of it. Okay, but
0: you're telling me that's like or a, a that's a that's it, a I bourbon guess. you sipped. You sipped neat? Yeah. You sipped this bourbon neat and you loved it.
1: Yeah, just okay, yeah.
0: Right. I mean, for Papa that's really rare. He does not sip bourbon right. And then like also meat. he had
1: a a um a Calumet which I I like the normal Calumet which is a 10 year um, but he I think he had a fourteen year cali and or maybe sixteen um that was incredible as well so I mean as far as that goes, those are the two best i mean i he also had like happy, which but I think is that that i think that's overrated happy's it overrated, yeah,
0: it definitely is yeah. as good as those for sure. I but, actually
1: tried it once, yeah uh, there
0: were tried but I saw this guy who's um super into cocktails i I watch him on YouTube all the time, and he did this uh, bourbon tasting. Uh, he didn't know any of the Bourbons. They're all lined up, and he's just tasting and rating them by his favorites. And uh, literally, Pappy was near the bottom. It's really. He kept saying if he knew one of them was pop, Pappy, it was like if the ones I have lower over here is Pappy, I'm going to flip out.
1: It's flip really out. annoying because they've just made a name.
0: It, it's a hundred percent. They go here's a name, and this is a very limited amount you can buy. And, and now, uh, go, all of a sudden, it's I was able to buy that, so yeah, it makes it very nice. So. Yeah.
1: Well, just just to, just to qualify my tastes, um, I've also done a blind taste test on bourbon, and repeatedly I showed <laughs> old granddad old granddad, granddad the yeah. best bourbon that I tasted. I mean, they didn't have anything. To, yeah, to be didn't honest, have the competitors. Special, but man. old granddad's pretty like low, like not it's that expensive, cheap, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah, pretty much bottom shelf. But it is type actually. Stuff, but it's a it's a really good. It value. Actually yeah, is yeah, and we've made with
1: drinks that. with it on here. Maybe I think. Oh,
0: yeah. No. No. Old Grandad is a one hundred percent. Yeah, it's cheap. Great low budget bourbon. For it you. is, yeah. It's yeah. it's full of flavor. And actually, if you watch blind taste testings of other people that like their bourbon, uh Old Grandad is always it's actually pretty high. Yeah. Like it's actually really good for its price. How about you?
1: Yes, maybe I'm pretty good at tasting.
0: You no. probably are, yeah. Thanks. Um just best bourbon I've Yeah, passed. your favorite. Um, well I hate the the thing about bourbon I don't like is these, like, uh, that green oak wood flavor in them, mm-hmm. which usually you usually get with a kind of a younger-aged bourbon. It's just, I just don't like that flavor that much. Because all you get is that. You get sour, young, green wood flavor. Like glue? Yeah. Not even, like, like I love funky like rum that has, like, blue flavor. But it's, like, mm-hmm. this weird, like, it's, uh, you know, when I was oak a kid... Fam. Yeah, yeah, because when I was a kid, like, running through the woods, you know, like, breaking off little limbs of trees, and you smell, like, green wood, fresh green wood. Live wood. It, live wood. Yeah. It, it, that's what it tastes like. And it's, I don't know, it's a really, it's a flavor I don't like that much. And then you only get that, plus a little bit of caramel or brown sugar, whatever it is, with these younger ones. But the ones that are more aged, I can't even think of it. Actually, there was one, um, actually, Joel brought it one time someone and, else that needs to be on the and, podcast who stood
1: us on up one time
0: it was actually on a i saw it before it was actually on a joe rogan podcast that someone had brought as a gift to him and joel had found it and it was really good i actually was surprised it, joel it brought bourbon yeah joe brought uh i think it was actually kind of it had a had a very interesting grain build to it it might have been kind of a rye bourbon mm-hmm. i don't know but it was it was very nice. It was very good. That's actually one of the good ones I've had. Um I actually recently went to someone's house and they let me try this a tiny little sip of I thought it was twenty five year old bourbon. And I was expecting those like cobweb old wood kind of smells you get with the older whiskey. The thing smelled like ripe fresh fruit. It was so interesting. Mm. It almost had no wood flavor. The wood flavor was very light and it was this bright fruit flavor. But mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest bourbon. I'm even less bourbon than than he is. I can't even tell you a name of an actual bottle. I forget the bottle I'm even mentioning. It. But I usually just have an old-fashioned. What do you think, Ethan? Have you you tasted
1: your dad's Elmer uh, T. Lee? I've tasted some stuff. Elmer um, T. Lee, I've got a little bit left from a bottle that was uh, gifted to me by someone. And, man, it's good. Yeah. It's real good. But my favorite bourbon is Elijah Craig. Hosted barrel, Yep. okay, and it's not you know I I don't really know how the scale works of high dollar to low dollar. It's not a low dollar, but it's not that killer, no. you know. And I don't pay. I I'm not one to buy expensive bottles of, of of anything, but uh, I will pay for that one. I mean, it's it runs about $120, 140 somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and I'll pay it anytime I can find it. Um, it's delicious. I, it just It hits.
0: That's actually one that yeah, I'm not a huge bourbon guy, but when tasting that, it is it's very nice. And when I
1: discovered it, it was at someone's house, and it was like a whole weekend of we're making a ton of like meat and Mm -hmm. drinking a ton like bourbon, a ton of different types of bourbon. And so I got to compare it to like Eagle Rare, um, Mm -hmm. some different types of Stag, stuff like that, and really nice stuff. I mean, there was bottles there that were way more expensive than this one. And this one was absolutely back to that. my favorite wow. hands down. And which one was that? Elijah Craig Toasted okay, barrel. barrel. Yeah, so a Toasted Barrel. Okay. So <laughs> I like that and a meat. lot. And then my go-to is just um, Woodford Reserve.
0: Yeah. So I is, can
1: drink that straight. Like is, I can apologies. mix it in drinks and not is so I, bad. So that's your, your favorite, like, old-fashioned? Sure. Bourbon? Yeah, yeah. I only drink Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel uh, on the rocks. On the rocks. I don't do neat. I can't do that. Oh. My heartburn gets too bad. <laughs> But on the rocks all day, I'll do Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. But if I'm making a drink, or if I'm not, you know, if I'm feeling a little cheap that day, you know, if I've got a little bit on the credit card I need to pay off, I'll uh, I'll drink a little just Woodford Reserve, mm. you know. And you can mix it, you can drink it straight, and not break the bank. I I just love that. So, you know, for me, when I think about bourbon compared to Scotch, like the best. Bourbon I've ever tasted Is like A 7.5 to me or something If we're going to rate 1 to 10 right Mm -hmm. Right. And then the worst bourbon Is like a 2 or something right Like terrible Yeah, But then if you go scotch Maybe the worst scotch I've ever had is like a 3 or 4 Or something But the best scotch is a 9.9 So I'm exactly the opposite The range is The best bourbon that you could possibly give me Is not going to be as good as yeah. the best scotch. So I think the range is better. Like, a Lagavulin 16 oh. compared to just a oh, really man. cheap blended scotch sh- is just night and day. day.
0: Exactly. Oh, daddy and, no. oh. and son? Daddy and son? Well, we went on this scotch drink together, actually. Exact same time. We, we, were, we were both not ever drinking scotch, really. I mean, of course, before... I was into it before you even drank. No, drink. I used he, to he drink was, Scotch all the time. Yeah, I he was used drinking to drink scotch, Highland, 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 or Highland, or like he was drinking J um, uh, and B. If you Glenfiddich, Glenfiddich, you were kind of like you tried Magnus one time by Highland Park. Uh, yeah, a very little peated. Yeah, scotch. yeah, not getting to that. But yeah, he had you dabbled into the Highland and everything. You drink it regularly. No, I, like yeah, yeah just dabbled stuff. in
1: the peated Scotch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think okay, you dabbled in trying new flavors of Highland. You just kind of stuck to the stuff you like, like J and B, and only Highland, is what I yeah, like. exactly, yeah, and uh but yeah. So at the same time, I was learning Highland Scotch with him. We got into that. We started trying scotches together at the same time, different kinds: no, no, we, space side, low side, Highland, and no, then no, no, we
1: started into the Isla journey, is what we did
0: together. No, we did. We started from the beginning. We did all of it. We, 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 so, okay, this, the, the Isla was later, because we were trying all this like interesting, just like normal, nice stuff that we're trying. And uh, we got to Isla later. That was like the, one of the last things we kind of got into. And at first, we were like, you know what, you know, what is this? This is kind of tastes kind of odd. But eventually, we're like, wow, that's actually amazing. The first one we ever tried was actually Ardbeg. That's when you order it, it was, it was Ardbeg, and we tasted it. Which, if you don't know what Isla Scotch is, it's they smoke peat over the grain before they uh, turn into whiskey. And uh, it has the most like intense in your face. Like, so it ranges from different kinds, but kind of a smoked meat. Yeah, almost earthy. like, yeah, earthy umami kind of smoked meat or, or just ash or smoked wood, campfire, charcoal. Be, charcoal. Yeah. yeah, you got all these kind of flavors off of it, but very smoky. Uh, but, oh, man. I mean, at first you're like, what, what is this? But you try it a few more times and it's, to me, the best The best you've ever tried. She's very beautiful to me. One that you should try, Ethan, that we actually Buddy, is our favorite.
1: So I've been wanting to say like I'm just the complete opposite of you guys. Well you even not tried this the one. The best scotch I've ever had has been like a five. I mean I just nah, don't, possible, don't yeah.
0: like it. I just can't it's so it's so like a in
1: sixteen though.
0: No. See, that's the yeah. one that's it's not like Logaville and Ardbeg punch you way more in the face with smoke. Dude. This is a very delicate smoke. Well, but, it's almost creamy on yeah, the but, tongue. Yeah, he There's he so needs much interest. Every scotch I've ever just,
1: had has just been like smoke. Just
0: or, boom. That's because of me. I've I've only given you you like should do Lafroy- it for about Ardbeg. I've, tried,
1: I've tried Lafroy, I've I, I know because one of your season. favorites.
0: We're throwing him out in his name, Jonathan. He uh he hated Scotch. Scotch was disgusting to him. Uh, but he went to Ireland, different places, and he wants to like try more into it, start getting more into it. And yeah, he started with Highland, Space Island, those Highs, kind of get into it. And he's even gotten toward Islas. So yeah, same thing as you, hated it, disgusting to him. But you start in one spot, and you taste, and you learn about it. And he literally just the other day I was hanging out with him, and I gave him some Lafroic, and he loved it.
1: Really? The Freud. Freud. You You drink drink that on ice. No, No. never, never ice. See, that's my problem. And that's the the thing with bourbon too, though. You have to understand that when you drink bourbon neat compared to over ice. It waters it down a bit. Well, but also the the, uh, temperature blocks certain oils Mm -hmm. from your taste buds. So what happens is if you drink something over ice and you think you like it, and you drink it neat, it's completely different. Because all the oils... Dude. You'll taste different flavors, yep. and if it's cold with the ice, it blocks those flavors. If that it's filter. That hard dark liquor, though, it just burns me up in here. It gives me that heartburn. Well, you can you can you can hey. add some water to it. And yeah, the, that's actually, a good idea. Actually, water will kind of like bring out the flavors, broaden right? the. Exactly, of because it. it doesn't a change the temperature, temperature man and, and it's not too much water when it's i drink that warm bit. whiskey it just brings out that devil in me i mean that's just
0: <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, man. it's burning yeah have i you, mean it's have so you had bad. warm whiskey tonight no <laughs>
1: no i haven't had it in a long time i don't do that
2: so no
0: literally yeah if, if uh a little a little uh, scotch hack if you let it sit out in the glass you pour it and it sits out a minute for every year in the cask, so if it's a 10-year whiskey, sends so out 10 minutes. Cask. Yeah, so so, so if it's a 10-year whiskey, you let it out for 10 minutes. And those ethanols, the stuff that gives you heartburn and spice in on your tongue, mm-hmm. dissipate. Oh, okay. And you get a way better flavor. And not only that, first you taste it that way, enjoy those kind of flavors, and then you add... I'm talking a little spoonful of water. I'm talking like six drips of water. Yeah, just
1: a little drip and that, that,
0: that little fridge. bit of water literally opens up all these flavors you did not taste before. It's very interesting. Like we should have that journey together. It's it is a cool experience. I'll it's give good. it a fair try. We should do it. We'll start with some highlands and stuff like that. That's delicious. I mean it's awesome. And you'll it's a good step from bourbon to that.
1: So drinking uh scotch with ice is like a big no no.
0: Yeah, it just
1: it like just ruined. World so this stuff is non-chill place. filtered, which yeah. means
0: it, it it still has all the oils in it. Well, and yeah, and that so com-
1: compared to drinking a bourbon on ice, very different. No, like, that's no, acceptable. No,
0: Bourbon's doing the exact same it's thing. The same thing.
1: Oh, yeah. So, so when, I might prefer it on ice. No, yeah. When you when you drink bourbon on ice, it's going to cut out some of the oils, so you won't taste some of the oils in it. Okay. And so you can take almost any whiskey that is that's a little bit non-palatable to you. Put it over ice and it'll taste better. Then you can drink it yeah. easier. And it's not because it's cold, it's because it hides some of the flavors by masking that. And so what uh chill filtered is they um they bring it down in temperature and then they filter it. They push it through a filter then. Mm-hmm. And because those oils change at that temperature, they get trapped in the filter. Mm. So it makes the whiskey more clear um, but also it removes a lot of flavor from it. So if you get non-chill filtered whiskey it has all the oils originally that came with it. And it's the same thing for uh, bourbon or scotch, really. Interesting. I'll give it a fair try.
0: See, with me, I, I like bourbon on ice more because I don't really like those oils and stuff like you get from the wood and everything. It's just kind of not a flavor I like that much. Whereas scotch, I enjoy that way more. Hmm. So I don't want to have on ice. Actually, yeah, I've actually... Because when I knew uh, one of my friends uh, had, I think it was Lefroy or Ardbeg, and uh, he just put it uh, all over it on top of ice, and it literally tasted so, you tasted like basically nothing. It I was mind blowing the flavor that was lost. It tasted like I was sipping on, I don't even know, just some typical just whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. It just tasted like whiskey, and it was and this. This was Lefroy or Ardbeg. Who was so, that a loser? It was a. Uh, Goldgerber, ah, yeah. class. I was, I was like, don't do that. But actually, he did learn. Stop! Yeah. Stop! He did. He did start to appreciate drinking it neat. But the first time, fall over ice, and I was like, oh man. And he tasted. It. I was like, hey, taste it neat and tell me if it tastes a exactly. difference. And it was like, I've actually never seen Night that. Night and day. Night and day, it lost all of its flavor. Like it tasted like almost nothing. That's interesting. Very I'm interesting. excited now. I'll get. I, I will try it. Yeah. We'll have to do that little journey. And actually, if
1: you if you put credit do where it is <clears throat> it's Ralphie yes r a l f i e i think right yes ralphie um if you looked it up on youtube
0: oh, he's he, an actual he's a
1: guy from um i think Let's it's from it. isle of man um but i think yep. he's uh he's from scotland originally anyway he takes you through the uh all the different things that you should do with scotch and how to taste it but i mean he'll taste things like jack daniels just regular old Jack Daniels. Yep. His and he um, tells you how to taste the other different flavors in there.
0: His, his uh, YouTube, if you want to find him, is Ralphie.com. But it's spelled. It's R-A-L-F-Y-D-O-T-C-O-N. So Ralphie.com. Yeah. I man. This dude is awesome. He stays in his little, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Bothy, right? Man, yeah, he yeah, just, he's Irish Bothy. He
1: just looks like a. Normal dude you'd see in like a grocery store.
0: Very cool guy, yeah. Super into trying He's a sensei. A scotch. He, uh, scotch he sensei, is he is the sensei. He's what taught us how to enjoy into it. That's what got us into it. Oh, there how he is with some it. dickle right there. Yeah. He uh-huh. taught us how to do the uh, a year uh, a minute for every year in the cask. Yeah, it was him that taught every that year in the glass, uh, for every for the cask. Yep, yeah. that's that's actually his saying. Yeah. His saying, right and then, then uh, <laughs> and a hundred percent, and the little bit of water in it, all of it. That's from him. Ralphie. So, uh, awesome shout out Ralphie! To shout out Ralphie! Sponsor us! Take us, take us to your balfi, please. Us bottle, please.
2: Yeah.
0: Shout us out! Shout us out! Yeah. Something bonded, yeah. Something and like really old,
1: really expensive. <laughs>
0: That's all. Not ask you for much, seriously. Sure, so. <laughs> yeah, just a fraction. And come and visit. And there's the the and friends. Yeah. Like their yeah.
1: Hey, yeah, Ralphie, I'll uh, we'll get you down to the Tennessee and get you on a podcast. How about that?
0: How would you feel about an American Podcast? Come on in. Where's Enjoy he from? The Isle of Manus, Man. like yeah, I can't afford that flight. Yeah. So, But like right, he's on the IRC. Yeah,
1: I can't afford that flight, I'll but if you come, I'll buy you a nice bottle of bourbon. I'll pay 25% of your flight. 25% over. of your flight. I'll get you a nice bottle of local bourbon, and uh, we'll get you on a podcast and show you a good time in Tennessee. So, how about that?
0: I think he's saying yes right
1: now. Oh, thanks, Ralphie. Yeah, that's what Ralphie's yeah. saying right <laughs> now. Practice our interview skills. Yeah.
0: So, Ralphie, what do you think about this? That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So, well, anything else, lads? Brothers? That's an hour and a half. I think we're good.
0: I think we, we spoke our hearts out.
1: Okay. Well, just to recap the draft, Caleb with the first pick for uh, favorite meats to smoke. Brisket. Sausage and brine chicken. Me with the second pick. Boston butt, burn ends and chicken thighs. And Papa with the last pick. Spare ribs, tri-tip, and he said his seafood good deal with scallops, shrimp, fish, all that business.
0: I so.
1: Well, uh, get that on draft vote for your favorite. Any other things to wrap up?
0: Well, Thank you, Papa Pals. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks for oh, uh, thanks it. for coming on, on, man. Papa. Anytime, maybe. Want we'll have to have you on again very soon. For sure. Thanks for that delicious drink at the beginning there. Oh. What was it called again? Uh, Whiskey Harvest. I
1: what wanted you know, to call it that? the GPT.
0: Yeah, and that's a pretty good name because GPT did make it up. Yeah, yeah. So, it's awesome. Nice. I drink. 9.2. 9.2. Right. 9.2. Wow. Record score there from 9.0. Mar-Po. 9.0 right here. Yeah, so that's a pretty a high solid. Score
1: so uh we're gonna bring you season two at some point in the near future uh better and improved hopefully a better product let us know what you like what you don't like and how we can get better um buy the merch anything else
0: um i love you papa do you love him you guys have a good night (laughs) all right he loves you all
1: right see you guys next time
2: wow Just wow! The man, the myth, the legend, the Papa. This was such an exquisite episode. What an absolute delight. I just know all the fans are shaking right now. Quivering like a hungry bear right out of hibernation, looking upon a beehive, dripping honey in an orchard. What an experience. Papa Playhouse himself sat down and talked with us. We discussed smoked meats, AI and its effects on humanity, scotch and beer. Papa showed us many teachings we learned and became one with the Playhouse. The attunement of oneself and the Playhouse is a joy when the way shows you the path. We hope you also enjoyed your attunement with the Playhouse. Please let the boys know if you're interested in joining in on the pod as a guest. We would love to have you. It comes with a free cocktail and the best company you have ever and will ever have. We thank you for listening. I love you. The boys love you, and Papa loves you. Good night, my loves.